On this week's episode of Cutscenes, we meet our kin in episode 6 of The Last of Us. Let's get right into it. Welcome to Cutscenes, a video game, movie, and TV podcast. I'm Chicken McCourt. I'm Katie Lesperance. And I'm Travis Colnut. And today we are covering episode six of HBO's The Last of Us. Uh, this episode is called Kin. Uh, two things at the start of the show. If you have not uh, listened to our last five episodes, please like start back up with episode one. There's a lot of fun there. We go on tangents. It's a lot of fun. And then... No one emailed Katie or sent Katie a DM with reviews of our podcast, so I'm going to ask twice, if you've been enjoying the podcast thus far, do us a favor, five stars on your podcasting platform of choice, and tweet it out and tag cutscenes underscore pod on Twitter or Instagram. Thank you in advance. Uh, I didn't find Troy Baker in this episode, and I'm so mad about it. Nope, no Troy Baker to be found. I really thought that he was there for a second. Like I fooled myself into thinking when yep. the when the band of horse people on horseback are there, yep. and the one who's pointing the gun and yell and talking to Joel. I was like, that's that's uh, that's Troy Baker. I was uh-huh. like, and I like elbowed my my uh, spouse next to me, and I was like, that's Troy Baker. And then I was like, mm, I don't think that's Troy Baker. Yeah. Maybe really maybe he wasn't there. No, it's you not really him. know. You don't know. It's Maybe not him. they cut his actual scene. Jacob would have known. Jacob would have picked that out right away. He'd have been like, <laughs> "Bam, Troy Baker." Insta screenshot. Mm-hmm. Although I did the same thing you did, where I was like, "the the handkerchief man has to be Troy, right?" Because mm-hmm. he he looked similar because only A his eyes bit. are exposed and he's got no hat on, so like his hair isn't you know nine inches tall. Uh, I aspire to have hair that beautiful, but uh, but no, no Troy Baker. But you know who we did get in this episode? Mm. We got Dina in this episode. I yeah. know. Yeah, I know. I saw her and, and I was like, oh, "That's Dina." Yeah, and without spoiling anything for like folks who have not played the games, uh, Dina is someone who plays a large role in part two. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I don't know about y'all, but I was shocked to see her in the background here. I loved it. I loved the little hint of here's Dina, like ever so slightly. Like the, they even made that room feel yes. very The Last of Us t- too. Like that yep. that hall that they were dining in was like they're like oh the Jackson that they're creating here feels like the Part Two Jackson. Yes, where that carryover is not. Um, as a parent in the games, yeah. part one to part two. But mm-hmm. yes, as soon as they did that um, kind of overhead, like that long shot of yes, the, the interior of the building and the lights hanging and all that stuff, I was like, oh, that is a set yes. from part two. Like there, there is a scene that happens in part two that's a big scene. And um, once that kind of happened, that I was like, oh, we're in Jackson. Like this is game to Jackson, then I was kind of like, hmm, I wonder if we're going to see some people that I'm going to, mm-hmm. that will know, that will like eat, be Easter egged in because um, we know they love their Easter eggs. And yep. yes, they did. They didn't name her, but like we're, it's no. pretty obvious. It's pretty much Dina, you can tell. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I do like that they, they added, because that's the thing, Jackson isn't, in the games, Jackson's not this defined, but you mm-hmm. look at this and you're like, oh, that is 
Jackson that is apparent in season in in episode two of yep. the last. Um, yeah, visually, yeah, last it's not that distinct in the first. In game. part two, in of part the last two, of us. yes, 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 yes. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, in part two, yeah. like this is the town. This is what it looks like. These are specific. Yeah. Buildings I like that they carry that, that specific over. Look. Yeah, mm-hmm. and and also they they said Shimmer's name. Mm. I was very happy to see here Shimmer. <laughs> Shimmer. Yeah. They're yeah. like, oh, and this is Shimmer. She was just born. Like, and I was like, it's Shimmer. Yeah. And again, for those who don't know the the games, Shimmer becomes Ellie's horse in the next yes. game, right? Spoilers. <laughs> yeah. so, that's that's a minor spoiler. Here's a fun fact, though: the actress uh, Paulina Hernandez Van Cleef is actually Canadian. So, oh. the actress who plays Dina, at least here, is Canadian. I mean, I'm assuming it's going to be the same. Yeah, person, whether or not the they cast or not, we'll have to see. Yeah, because I'm sure they unless cast they try and get a big star. Uh, I would think that they would cast it with the intent that it's going to be the same person. Knowing that you're probably going to do a season two. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I mean, I would hope. I would would think that the expectation going in is that it's going to be successful enough to get a season two. But Mm -hmm. who knows? Yeah. Yeah. Stranger things have happened. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Uh, Can I talk about the MVP of this episode? Sure. Yeah. Who is it? Um, it has to be, uh, the indigenous woman in the yes. episode of the episode. Yeah. She's amazing. She's incredible. Oh my God. But give, yes. give her an Oscar. Give her an Emmy. <laughs> Who cares about like what I said about Pedro and Bella? No. Give her a, an Oscar. Oscar? Emmy? Emmy. That's the one. Emmy the TV or, one. Emmy Golden or Globe. Golden Globe. Yes. Yeah, um, we got there. They were the pair of them. The couple yeah, that live in this log cabin were so good because yeah. they're so just kind of over it. Yeah. Like they're yep. they're unfazed by anything. Yep. Like they, yeah. they're like, we've been at this for how long? Like we've been holding our own, just the two of us, and they don't care. They give zero yep. shits. Joel is like, <laughs> put your gun down, hold it with two pink two fingers, yep. and set it down over there. And he just kind of like makes a face at him while he's doing it, like, fine, all right. I'm like, <laughs> they, they don't care. And <laughs> the sheer amount of like the old man just having no regard ellie is not threatening whatsoever like yeah. who's this psycho and yes. then, like and when she's like giving him sass he's just like holy like yeah. he just sounds like he sounds like a like a grandpa who like doesn't kids who's, like, today kids and he's yeah, just like and like truly. this like this kid is just having an like an, a reaction let's just ignore okay relax you know it's like it was so funny i hmm. died that- the, these two are just so funny and she's so matter of fact also oh, yeah. that she's like, yeah, there's two of them. They came in here. He's like, you made them soup. And she's like, it's cold out. Uh, whatever. Even, even before that, they she, like, he's like, why didn't you grab the gun? She's like, it's way over yeah, there. She's like, you <laughs> made, that's such a married couple. I didn't get out of my been chair. together for so long that it's like yeah. that. Like, there's a subtone to that of like, yeah. you idiot. My gun's yeah. over there. What do you want from me? And she's like, it's over there. Like, yeah. oh. Katie, no offense to you, but I think that's almost like what you aspire to in your yeah. like in your relationship someday to just be like, just shut up. Just yeah. do the thing. Shut up. I would never tell him to do that. But yes, but uh, but just that level of like comfort and like mm-hmm. that's your person and you you know what each other is saying without really saying it. I, yes, yeah. they they captured mm-hmm. old married couple very very well. Yeah. Oh, it was mm-hmm. hilarious. I loved it so much. Yeah, I was chuckling the whole time. Florence and uh, Marlon were the name of the characters there. Oh, okay. Mm-hmm. Um, and it sounds like Marlon's going to be in the next episode as well. Really? And, and so is so is Florence. IMDb said that both of them are going to be in episode seven. 
Okay. I don't know how that's possible unless it's literally the start and then we get into Left Behind after that. We do it's, like we did in episode three where it started and then we got into, uh, you know, the Bill and Frank stuff. Could be the same here. Is next episode called Left Behind? Is that the Left Behind episode? Yeah. Ooh. Yeah. Um, Before I, I thought know. it was eight, but I think now we're getting it like next episode. Did you watch the preview? I did no. not. No, you know it's we left, don't. It's Left Behind. Oh, I'm excited. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, I mean, I'm assuming that that Ellie would in, will interact with them either in the pre-amble or the like post-amble of the... Mm-hmm. I, I'm assuming... We're making assumptions that they're going to do another bottle episode. Um, yeah. We really I mean, they don't could, know. They could also cut back and forth present yes, day to Left Behind and do it that way. Um, yep. Regardless, it doesn't really matter. Like, But um, I'd, I'm just curious to see how much we're going to delve into... Um, the current day stuff with Ellie because that becomes a whole big story. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. And obviously because um, as we saw at the end of the episode, I, I don't, I'm curious what the perception of people who are, who have, do have not played the games is like, was that shocking reveal? Was it not? Cause I was waiting for it. I was like, he's hurt. Yeah. Let's see him be hurt. And then they zoom yep. out and you see Joel, you know, cutting to the end of the episode here. Mm-hmm. Um, with you know what a part of a like a baseball bat like like a yeah. shard of a baseball bat stuck mm-hmm. in his abdomen um i'm curious are were people like <gasps> were they were they shocked and, and uh, you know startled by it or not i don't know yeah i don't know i it's hard to tell because it's weird because we know that there's certain beats coming mm-hmm. so yeah. it's hard to tell did this land as a shocking moment or or not i have no idea Mm-hmm. And I think it was less shocking than know. I expect. Less shocking than I expected, only because of how shocking in the game it happens. So again, mm-hmm. we're we're on the University of Colorado, and correct me if I'm wrong, but he falls through rebar, I believe. Yes, you're right. Yes, yes. From and she the has back. to like pull him up, help yep. him get right. up, and then it's just a bigger scene. Um, yes. Whereas this was very like short and quick. Like, oh, these guys are coming. We need to escape. They run down. Ellie's like, Joel, we got to hurry, hurry. And then, you know, the one guy attacks him. That resolves very quickly. Um, and then they get on their horse and leave. And I kind of, I don't know how I feel about it, actually. I don't know yeah. if I needed it to be a bigger scene. But maybe because the whole episode was so um, more calm and more, yes. like, introspective and, like, character-driven and, like, these conversations that I don't know if I wanted, like, a slightly longer little action set piece not very long. Like I don't need it to be huge, but it was just it was very quick, and I, I'm I'm still not sure if I like it. Yeah, short of the scene that we got when they got ambushed in the car, there really has not been much action that Joel and Ellie have seen. Like, and the the clicker stuff. But in terms of like when you think about the game, you are going through that whole university. And you're going room by room, you're fighting people, you're fighting clickers. You're, there's a lot of action that happens in that section of the game. Mm-hmm. And they very much just like walk in, walk out. And then there's like four guys at the end that kind of attack them, right? And obviously it's an adaptation for a TV show. Yeah. I guess, but that's the thing. I guess I'm, I guess my brain maybe went into this thinking like, whoa, we got to call, like we got to the the university. Yeah, I'm like, it's going down. Oh, right, shit's going down. Yeah. And then it there wasn't, because that was a stressful moment, especially yeah. when you're like trying to escape with him like injured. And we didn't sit in that space for very long in the episode. Maybe even just to have them be tense and like 
looking around a bit more and like right they were wor- worrying about, about where the guys the are or something or like yeah preparing to leave or something because i don't right. really need they the see the actual... guys and they leave yes like exactly. there's no tense they they're like what's that noise it ends like and the tension is cut because it's a monkey but like and maybe that then makes it okay that maybe that makes it more shocking that he gets injured because it's so quick instead of like building up this tension and being like ratcheting it up and implying that this is a really big deal and really dangerous maybe because it's so quick then it was more surprising yeah i don't know the whole thing felt felt utterly random right it's like the end we get to the university of colorado Um, i think in like the last 15 minutes of the episode maybe even 10 and then these just random guys come out. Are they fireflies? Are they not? Again, we probably know who they are. But like, just if you're coming into the show without having played the games, you're like, who are these people? Oh, I guess we're gonna run. And then one of them jumps you. You fight. He smashes a bat on a on a on a tree, and then you get like impaled by something. It just felt really random. Yeah. If I'm, if I'm gonna be honest. Mm-hmm. And also, this is minor tangent. When people pull out, when people get impaled by a small objects, and then they immediately <laughs> pull them in. out, I'm like, don't, I'm like, in. I'm like, Joel, don't pull it out, don't pull it out, like get on your horse and leave. When you're yeah. at a different location and you feel ready to take it out, then take it out. Don't take it out now. Anyway, it's just it's yeah. it's uh, not basic, but kind of basic first aid. And I'm like, but where is like where the game didn't give you that option because it's a rebar. He's, like he's you've got to pull rebar. Yeah, of it. Like yeah, like the only way you're getting out of there. And then also the, just the escape is a lot more yeah. dramatic in the dramatic. game. Dramatic, yes. Um, yeah, some so, of the intensity, like the show doesn't feel as intense at times. I feel like we reached a really high peak with the clicker scene with Tess yep. and um, Joel and Ellie in episode two. And I haven't felt that intensity again. Not not as much like the stuff with the episode four firefight was pretty intense. It was, yeah, don't get me wrong, oh, that yes. was intense. Yeah, but that was a big don't, giant cess piece. Yeah. yeah, that was a big yeah, but it just I haven't felt like, quiet tension. Uh, a, I guess yeah, quite as intense or quite as much dread. Like I know playing the game, I felt like every time I entered a location, it was like, oh, okay, here we go. And I felt pretty chill about like them going into the university. I don't know if it's just because they were having a good time and it like they were it, it was nice. They were getting close, Travis, they, they were, were chatting. Monkeys. Yeah, like it was it was entertaining. But I didn't feel like the show was building like a level of suspense. And maybe that's maybe the Joel impalement got like a shocking twist because you didn't expect, like you said, like uh him to get hurt at the end. Yeah, I wonder it wasn't if that was the intention. Set up. Yeah. Yeah. But then knowing the knowledge of the game, do you like, you know what I mean? It's kind of like reversed itself. So mm-hmm. I don't know. It's interesting. Another interesting thing is the stuff that they're doing here with Joel that is different from the games. Mm-hmm. I mean, mm-hmm. like in his, uh, you know, he's got a really good monologue inside of um, in Jackson, Wyoming uh, with his brother, which I think we can talk about a lot. Yeah. But the added I think they're anxiety attacks that he's yeah. having throughout because, you know, Jess, my partner, was like, oh, no, does he have a bad heart? Is he going to die? I'm like, no, this is this is new. But I think it makes a lot of sense to, like, really ground the character based on everything he's been through. I think it also helps explain the decision that he makes, well, initially makes, to basically pass Ellie off to Tommy um, more so. Because before that, if... If they're having that conversation, he's like, no, I'm I'm not good enough. I'm failing. I'm like this sudden 
anxiety and self-doubt would have felt out of nowhere if you didn't have that beforehand. So you're like, mm-hmm. okay, it it makes sense. Like that whole conversation makes sense. Whereas, yeah, I don't think it would otherwise because you'd be like, oh, he's just been stoic this whole time. You didn't know. Um, I also like that just that whole monologue was was so good um the moment where he says like i keep failing and failing and failing and he's crying i was like oh my god like it was and obviously he's calling back to other things he's calling back to like everything that he's done since the uh the pandemic started and then also like sarah like he feels always has always felt that he failed sarah um so it's just like years and years of this built up feeling of like that he's not good enough, that he's failing and that he's getting weaker, um, just coming out. It was a really good scene. And that combined with even the the moment that he had when Ellie found out that he had been a father previously and then like threw it in his face and he was just like, he he, he didn't even, he was just like, don't. Yeah. yeah. And that was it. That's all we got. I remember like one or that two scene. words. Yeah. Like that scene, I was like, oh, Oh, this is very close. Like it's, I had, I'm I pretty went, sure it's like you could overlay the two and it'd be you could overlay the identical. two. I went back and it's very close. Like it, there's a few lines extra that are a little different. And it also, this is the first time I've gone back and like watched a scene from the game mm. and been like, oh, like that's not Joel and Ellie. It yeah. is Joel and Ellie, yeah. but like I think the show has like some sort of chemistry in my brain has shifted, and I was just like, Joel doesn't sound right. And I was like, yeah, I don't know what happened. Wow. Yeah. Don't say that. I, You're going to encourage no, I know. Naughty Dog to, to put out a, a reskin version or don't something. Don't say that. Yeah. <laughs> Someone has modded the PC version to add Bella Ramsey that's to I have seen the that. PC I, just, yeah. I just don't want the official version to be changed. No, no, no That's no. ridiculous. But like, it was, it, I definitely had a weird moment where I was like, oh, I forgot that's what Joel and Ellie sounded like. Mm-hmm. And, but no, I watched that scene and it's like almost like there's, almost exact lines like she's sitting on that bench reading that journal like it's the exact same kind of thing yeah um and the bedroom's even similar yeah sometimes i'm shocked at how like they have managed to take the game and put it in the sets the vibes sometimes we get it because like it's it's cg'd but like the cabin is not cg'd they would have had to build that or find that and that feels like Jackson, Wyoming in the yeah. games. Mm-hmm. Even the, point the university earlier. looked the same. Yeah, it did. Like, how, somehow they made that university feel exactly the way it feels when you go to that area yep. in the game. Like it just, yep. it, It's kind of crazy how they've accomplished like adapting it and making it feel like its own thing, but still like pulling directly references from the game where you're like, that is that. Like I know that what, I've seen that before. And also tells yeah. you how um, detailed and distinct the game was too that you can be like oh this reminds me this that you can identify it as being of the game that the game itself has a distinct feel and like all the settings are identifiable um which is nice yeah i mean when they have budgets of like 10 million dollars an episode (laughs) they can they can spend all the money yes um something that made me uh, also, not, not I wouldn't say an Easter egg, but just like foreshadowing things that are something that we'll see later on. Um, mm-hmm. They're having their conversation. Joel and Ellie are having this little conversation, which is one of these nice moments where they're like bonding more when they're talking mm-hmm. about themselves and like their hopes and their dreams. And she asks Joel, like, what if you could do anything? And like this whole situation is done and you could do anything. And he's like, ah, sheep farmer. And then he asks Ellie 
and she talks about space and how much she loves yes. space. Yep. And I was like, oh, and it's such an Ellie moment. And then it's there are these barely significant moments in the games that um that dive into that a bit. Then that that was a big one for me that I was like, mm-hmm. oh yeah, she loves space. She's a nerdy yeah. girl. I love her. <laughs> I think I like the fact that this episode did a lot of bonding between the two because we really haven't seen it up until this point. Like this is the episode that like their relationship is at the forefront where they're like, where you can tell that they are bonded, where it is significant that he's like, no, I'm not taking you any further. Um, And it, it felt abrupt to me in the morning. Um, It made sense character wise, but for in the morning, for him to have changed his mind and basically be like, yeah, that big fight we had, just kidding. I'm going to take yeah. you if you want. <laughs> yeah. And I was like, well, that's abrupt and kind of like out of nowhere. But also that's what Joel would, he wouldn't be like, well, I've thought a lot about this and this and that. Yeah. He'd be like, all right, you want to come? Like, she's like, yep. yeah, he's not a big thinker. I mean, when he was describing no, talking about football on the on the horse, I'm like, Joel would talk about football and introduced like mansplain the rules of football. They have to- a lot of time to kill. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, for sure. Let me tell you about this game that we used to play when the world was normal. It's called football. <laughs> Ends, yards, pro, ball, flags, refs. I don't know. It kills a lot of time. Football doesn't really make any sense if you really dive into it. <laughs> it does not. American football makes no sense. I still don't understand it. Yeah. <laughs> I, th- I thought of that. I was like, Travis was like, oh, what are these downs again? Like, I could imagine yeah. you being like, I still don't understand those downs. No, no idea. Travis, how long is a football field? <laughs> no, no idea. I have okay. no clue. I have absolutely no clue. I have absolutely, no, that's not even, that's not even the first question you should, like, I don't even know the basic rules of the game. Like, you, like how many different periods of time are there? In, in a football game. Is this the game that we're playing today? No, this is not. <laughs> I promise. This is I not. This is just my shit. Oh, my God. I have no idea. Like, I don't understand why sometimes they kick it and why sometimes they don't. And then why sometimes they throw it and why sometimes they don't. And Like, <laughs> nope. And you know what? I'm okay with that. You're killing Katie. You're actually killing yeah. Katie. Um, I'll, I'll, I'll move things along. Uh, you know who else was great in this episode? Yeah. Maria. Yeah. yeah. Maria crushed it. Yeah. I bought into crushed Maria it. so much. I'm like, yes, yeah. I immediately like you. Um, yeah. And then also that she's kind of like, because Ellie hasn't had any, aside from a like, brief knowledge of Tess, uh, Ellie hasn't like known any adult. Well, I, I mean, in the past she has, but during the, during right. the show, um, yeah. any like um, female role models, adult female role models yeah. to be like, hey, show her the way. Um, she gifts her a diva cup. I yep. know. I would, which makes yep. so much sense in the, in yes. the post-apocalypse yes. world that you don't have Katie, to be scrounging around for tampons all the time. Are you reading my notes? I literally <laughs> wrote, oh my God, the Diva Cup legit makes the most sense in the apocalypse. It does. I literally wrote. It's that one was, less thing you got to worry about. Well, um, there goes yeah. my Max. I, <laughs> <laughs> and then, and she would play with it in that exact way. Yes. Oh, like yeah. Because she, I, I, we've said this before. Like Ellie's character is like sometimes she's seven, sometimes she's twenty-one, and mm-hmm. in this case, it was very much like she was a seven-year-old just like playing with her diva cup. I do love that it's like a callback to the tampon scene. It's it's yes. just yes. like it's just a recurring like kind of gag with yeah. Ellie. You that know she was I mean? like, like sweet. I, I don't have to find tampons anymore. Yeah. Amazing. Yeah. Love it. Um, and also that plays into just 
again, we've talked about it before. Um, Bella Ramsey's just like her subtle little acting moments of like, just like playing with the diva cup and then it popping open and she kind of like smirks a little bit. Um, She's not overplaying it. Like, this is so crazy. Like, she's just like subtle and normal about it. And then um, when, when Uncle Tommy when in the morning, when they're supposed to leave, um, when the door knocks, someone knocks at the door and she's like, come in. And Uncle Tommy walks in instead of Joel because he's going to be taking her. And she looks up and you could tell that she was hopeful that it would be Joel because she just gives this little nod of like recognition. Yeah. Like, OK, I guess yeah. not. I guess this yeah. is what it is. And gets up and goes. And it's really, really short. But like it's it's a little moment and you see it. It's She's yeah, doing there's tons of good. these little moments that she keeps doing. Every episode, there's like just a little tiny, tiny scene where you're like, oh, believable. Like she's just mm-hmm. so believable. Like every single time. Yeah. And when she's getting her hair cut and, uh, and Maria mentions Sarah for the yeah. first time and you, and she just kind of like, oh, like I wasn't supposed to know that. Like she yep. just like clams right up. Um, that's another one yes. of those. And it's yeah. really well done. Uh, let's move on to the segment of the show we call Min Max, which is the segment where we talk about our mins, our least favorite parts, and our maxes, our favorite parts of the episode kind of qu- more quickly uh, that we haven't really talked about yet. So, uh, Katie, we subjected you to multiple maxes on either the last episode or two episodes ago. Uh, so I'm not going to make you go first. I'm going to make Travis go first. I already said my max. I said the diva cup. Legit. Okay. <laughs> I wrote that down. I'm like, oh, I love that that point. And then we already talked about the old couple at the beginning, which is like an obvious max. Yep. Um, no, but legit. I was like, oh, I'm pulling this diva cup thing, and I'm that's my max. And I'm like, yep. the little thing. And I didn't expect us to actually talk about it before this <laughs> point. So um, in terms of my mins, um, I feel like... I don't know why, and I don't know if it's just because I know that, like, I know what happens in the games or not, but I felt like the ending didn't hit for me. Like, something about the way the Joel falling off the horse and Ellie, like, pleading for him to wake up, I, I didn't feel any emotion, and I don't know why. I haven't pinpointed it yet, and I don't know if I'm going to go back and rewatch that episode or not, like rewatch the end to see if I feel differently, but something about it didn't hit, and I don't know what it is, but it's my min, and I can't explain it. It's I just, felt, I, yeah. Did you feel the same? I felt the exact same way. I didn't really? really I didn't really, and I didn't really feel negatively about it. I no. just, I just didn't feel anything. Um, yeah, and it was bothering me. I was like, I why am I... Other things in the show have given me emotional reactions. Yeah. yeah. And it didn't. And I yeah. didn't know, like, I was like, was it the the acting? Like, did I feel like the acting was good? Was it the way the execution happened? I Honestly, I, I don't know. It, there's something about the way that ending happened where maybe it is because I'm like, I know where this is going. That maybe I don't get. But I don't know if it's that. I don't. Because I know where things have gone before. And I've still felt an emotion. I knew the stuff with Sarah was going to happen. And I still felt an emotional response to it. So I don't know why it didn't work for me. Exactly. It's possible that it was something about the setup and the writing and stuff that just didn't land emotionally. I don't know. But what I've so far attributed it to is that I felt like I was waiting for to get the setup done. 
Like I'm kind of waiting right. for the next step because I know like the next couple episodes are really big and like this thing had to happen in order to get what happens in the next couple episodes. And I was like, oh, good. We got to that part. I'm ready for the next. Like I was kind of thinking ahead right. already and I wasn't yeah. thinking about what's happening. Um, But yeah, I don't know. Maybe it, it might have been something about the yeah. scene. But Something so far, that's what it. I've kind of thought it was, is just like my, my, my mental state at the time of where I was just like, oh, good. We, we got to that part. Like I was kind of maybe like, anxious wrap it up. Yeah. to like get going, I think. I don't know. It felt, I don't know. Like, again, the, the rebar thing in the game is super random. Uh, like him getting impaled on a rebar in a fight. Um, but, but just like... I guess I was disappointed with like, he, wait, he gets taken down by like a chunk of a bat that flies. That'll but the pan- take you like, out. <laughs> yeah, in the pandemic, it would be something random like that that would take you out. Yeah. Especially if you're as cautious as Joel. I don't know. Maybe it's just like that part of the episode was like truncated so much that like we didn't have time to live and breathe in it. Yeah, it was quick. I sound like an artist to live and breathe in it. No, but it's but. true though. Like there was something about me, like the intensity prior to this wasn't high enough for me like I didn't feel a peak and then I didn't feel that low you know what I mean like yeah where I was maybe expecting high octane and yeah I felt neutral that entire scene from yeah, like the whole like, the whole eastern Colorado University part I felt pretty neutral yes yeah I, me too and I think maybe that's why I didn't feel like that peak to then feel the low of like oh shit he's hurt like she's gonna be alone like I I didn't I'm like do I believe his life is in danger? You know what I mean? Like, like not that I, I don't know. Something about it just didn't quite click. And I think we've touched on it, but I, yeah, that's where my min is sitting and I don't know what it is, but um, it's the only, literally it's been like one of the only downfalls of the show for me so far where I, I, I took a moment where I was like, I don't know why that didn't land for me. Where most things, almost everything in the show has landed for me up until mm-hmm. this point. So, yeah, and it's hard to decipher because you felt neutral. Like it's yes. like I said, like we, I didn't I didn't it's hate not a it. Min. It wasn't yeah. bad, but it just yeah. was it was it it's was It's not a min, it's not a max, it's a median. It's yeah. just like yeah, it, yeah like That's not what the segment is, Travis. Ah. When it's been this it's good, funny. that's a min. That counts. Yeah. Uh, right. Yeah. Yes, that's the thing. Yes. Okay, it's can I go in, go in with my min then? Of course. And it's a min that I kind of brought up in in past episodes that I'm still waiting with bated breath for us to get more backstory on the fireflies. I saw that the firefly sign on campus and I'm like, cool, this is where they're going to read some document and we're going to find out more about the fireflies or they're going to meet fireflies and just find out more. Um, but again, we are left uh, waiting to find out what this mythical group that may help them just like find a cure, what, what they are, where they are, what they're about, who's in it. I don't know, man. I Am mean, I being like immature here? Am I being like, it's a TV show. They've only had six hours so far and there's a lot to cover in this world. There's a lot to cover. And also if they're, if they're just looking at the first game and adapting the first, but they've taken liberties before. So that doesn't really count. But in yeah. the first game, you, we don't know that much about the fireflies either. You just know they're like this rebel group that's like trying to not be fedra and trying to like yep. have hope for the world and they're not just yep. like descending into this like military hellhole um but i don't know maybe in season two we'll like get into like the nitty-gritty of it yep. whereas at the beginning of the season we were getting these like 
small details about things like how life in the QZ and like how things work. Um, and we've, for the most part, kind of left that behind, except for um, the scene where Maria, where I forget who, I don't know if Joel asks or somebody asks, oh, is this like more capitalistic or is this more communistic? Yeah. yeah. And then he's like, well, it's not communism. And then Maria goes, it's Maria's totally like, communism. Bro, we're in a commune. She's like, look around, which is so like, that yeah. guy would just not even have occurred to him. He's yeah. like, well, no, because yeah. if you're, you know... Because, you know, the basic core of communism itself is not evil, but it tends to steer in that direction. Um, but yes. in post Everyone gets one potato. Yeah, yeah. exactly. And <laughs> Communism. In real life, that's we tend to not go that way. Not how it actually but, works. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah. yes, the basic core of communism is not actually, you know, integrally evil. Um, so it's he's about like, well, community. No, of course we're not communist. And then she's like, yes, we are. We're in a commune. We're communists. <laughs> <laughs> I love I, it. Yeah. Yes. But yeah. like... I, even like the nitty gritty of that, I'm like, I'd like to like dive into Jackson a bit more. I, I want yeah. the details a bit more. Sorry, I, I overtook your men there. Go ahead. No, no. I think that uh, it's someone that I've already kind of beaten to death, so I'll leave it at that. I have two small maxes as mine. They're little details that I've been peppered in. Uh, the first is the rabbit, you know, them taking a rabbit. And I, I hope that mm, yeah. in the next episode, oh, yeah, Ellie yeah, gets yeah. her own rabbit. And she yeah. says, you want to teach me how to hunt rabbits? And he's like, yeah. no. Yeah. Mm, very nice. And then uh, we didn't talk about the bar where Joel and uh, and his brother like spent a lot of time. I don't know why I didn't remember his name right there. <laughs> Sorry, I have a cold. My head's full of snot. Um, the bar itself just like was such a vibe. It was like the glasses, the old booze, and then even they had like a Southern comfort like... Uh, like little thing on the actual bar itself to which yeah. I was like, this is such a U.S. dive bar vibe and I'm into it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Love it. Those are my, those are my maxes. They're small. Um, okay. My maxes. I have a couple, I have, I have two small ones. One that they built Jackson in the city of Canmore. Yep. I, did they I, really? They did. <gasps> I love that. Right? It just makes me happy. It's, we're, we're all proud Canadians here. Um, it is a, obviously, Canadian city. Um, other thing. Okay, this is a, this is a more in-depth thing. So I like that Joel is through and through not a hero through the entire show so far. Um, yeah. He has moments, like, he'll take care of Ellie. Like, he he takes care of certain people. But he is not a hero. Like, and he even says in that big scene with Tommy where he's like, I keep failing and I'm failing and I'm I'm weak and this and that. And um all the bad things that he's done over the years. And even just getting irrationally angry at Tommy. Um yeah. where he gets um He was a dick. He was a he, real big dick to Tommy. He gets and I get he feels abandoned. Like I get it, where For he's sure. like, Well, you didn't answer and like that's and also, I went family. through all this shit to get to you, and you're living happy life. Yeah, that is such a big brother thing, too. Yes, yeah. and yeah. I—that is true. He traveled for months, yeah. months to try and save him, and he's like, "Yeah, I'm good. I'm going to be a dad, and uh, we're yeah. living in this town, and everything's great." And he's like, "Why didn't you answer me?" And that's fair to be angry about. But then I'm yeah. like, oh, no, but you got irrational when he was like, oh, and I'm expecting a, a kid and I think I'm going to be a good dad. And he's taking that as a personal yes. jab. Yeah. Uh, because, you know, he had Sarah and Sarah died and all this stuff. And I think he's 
just being sensitive about that Be issue. Be excited for your brother, dude. Yeah, where it's it's not yeah. it's not yeah. a him saying I'm going to have a kid is not about you, but he's yep. he's not a hero. He takes things personally. Yep. He acts emo- emotionally sometimes. Um, he makes bad decisions. Um, even uh, bringing Ellie in the morning when he's like, "Oh no, I'm going to bring her though." That's a selfish decision because he already said to Tommy, like, you're better off bringing her. There's a lot of other reasons why it shouldn't be yes. Joel. So, yeah. like, if you are just sticking with your decision, yes, it makes Ellie happy because she trusts you more. But still, I mean, she'd be safer with Tommy. He's probably Joel right. makes selfish decisions. Mm, we know the yeah. games. Which, we know which I like that. I want, I like I want that. flawed yes. characters. I much rather yes. flawed characters like who make. And doesn't Tommy call that out at one point where he's just like, some people have things to live for still. Or something yeah. along those lines. Mm-hmm. Like, that was the feeling of what he said. Uh, yeah. Where I was just like, oh, brothers be hitting hard and deep. <laughs> yeah. Um, so, yeah, I just, I like what they've done with Joel. Because he yes. is super, super flawed. And that's uh, how I personally prefer my characters. Which is why I like part two. When a lot of people don't like part two. Right. Yeah. Even though if you get really, really frustrated with characters. Because you're like, they're making bad decisions. And they're not doing what I would like them to do. I just think it's more interesting to have flawed characters. So, right. um, I like that they dug into that a bit more. My min is, yeah, I guess just that Eastern Colorado didn't feel like that big of a deal. And we got the monkeys. That was, yeah. I was like, oh, the monkeys. Um, I'm assuming we're not going to have the one scene that also happens there. I think. I, f- I feel like, am I okay spoiling that? Because it didn't happen. Yeah. Jacob's doing uh, but- sign language at me. And yes, that's what <laughs> I'm talking about. Okay. But uh, there was a picture of, of it in. Ellie's bedroom on the wall. Oh. There's a picture of a... We're just going to say it. There's a scene with a giraffe in the games that's yes. very, like, memorable yes. and one of the biggest scenes in the game. There was a giraffe poster in Ellie's room in Wyoming. So Is that where the extent of it? What's that? It's coming. Is that going to be the extent of it then? Like, You think it's still coming, Jacob? I think it's coming. I'd put money on it. Okay. I'll leave it alone then. Um, but Travis, yes. do you want to put a bet on it? Let's bet. I'll bet on anything. Well, I guess I'll say no. I'll I'll say no just to be opposite, like contrarian, but also like, will it land in a TV show? I don't know. Yeah, and I don't know if they're just cutting it because of like I don't know budget reasons or something, or if they're like, ah, eh, this isn't that critical. Um, I got derailed. They can CG in a giraffe. It'll be fun. You still have to spend funny. money on it. You still have to spend time and money. Yeah. And also, and it, it, it's, it's not going like, to look it great. It gets close up. Like you got to CG it real good. Like it's you can't just like you know half ass it and put it out there. It'll um, happen in the finale. It's happening. <laughs> <laughs> Somehow, but yeah, some just way. all of all of Eastern Colorado just felt rushed a bit, and I was like, and it's it I was agree. Like an hour episode. I'm like, you could have added five minutes, and it would have. I don't know. I don't know what she would have added in those five minutes because I'm not a television runner, but to just make it feel more meaningful, I guess. Yeah, I felt like just it, that whole area was just a, a means to an end to get Joel injured. Yes. And, and also give them a direction because they mm-hmm. do find out that they need to go to Salt Lake City. But that, yes. that's about it, right? Like, But that could have been done any, I don't know. Something is weird is happening at the end of that episode. Mm-hmm. Sometimes I wonder, like, how much they could have actually, like, if there's an extended cut, like, how many 
more minutes right. they can I put in. Know. If there's a two-hour cut of episode three, like, could they add 20 more minutes of, like, material to each episode? I mean, I feel like usually the answer is that you shouldn't. Um, yeah. This episode, like I said, I feel like you could have added, like, five minutes. And then, because I don't want, I don't need more minutes anywhere else. Like, I don't need more minutes in Jackson. Um, I don't need more minutes at the beginning of the episode. But just, yeah, just at the end. Just so it felt like there was, I don't know, there was something there. Anything. Even exploring tell a me. dorm or something. You could have, like, explored yeah. dorms and talked about something else. Because you just kind of flip past, um, this is where people figured out what they were going to do with their lives. And, uh, you know, people were college students. And that's what they did. Other, But, like, you could have had a moment or something where you go into a dorm and you find something or something i just can't wait for the inevitable like 150 dollar like part one part two game part one part two series in a box set and i really hope that we get extended cuts of all the episodes in Mm -hmm. the in that box set (laughs) i am super excited Uh, we talked about how this felt like set up for what's coming i am still extremely excited for what's coming up so i'm hoping that these last three episodes really really land because this felt like though it had a lot of important character moments it felt like a lot of like some setup happened so yes i just want it to be i want it to be i want the last three episodes to be like basically perfect which might be asking too much but that's what i want (laughs) i bet you at least two out of three will be fantastic i hope so you guys ready to play a game today this week yes Okay, so I came up with a weird like shower thought concept for a game, and so we're gonna play it today. Um, okay. This is called uh, pre-pandemic price panic. Um, no way! <laughs> and what I've done for y'all, um, I have pulled uh, five products that were shown in uh, one of the episodes of The Last of Us, and what I want you to do is tell me what the 2003 price for that item is. Okay, for some reason, because we discovered that we have this weird live channel thing on our TV, on our smart TV, and it has these channels, it has like channels that show one thing 24-7. So for some reason, me and my, my, my husband have been watching absurd amounts of supermarket sweep from like 1992. (laughs) Amazing. Incredible. And as soon as you said price frenzy or whatever, whatever the hell you said, I was like supermarket sweep. Price panic. Thank you very much. (laughs) What's that? TM. Price panic. TM, TM, price panic. Pre-pandemic, price panic. TM. I love it. There's also two ICs. It's pandemic, price panic. Good job. I thought oh it was God. pretty genius, but here you we are. Good job. Thank you. Um, are you guys ready? I have five of them. Okay. So basically, we're gonna do. We're not going to do prices right rules. We're just going to do whoever is closest to the price, either above or below. Are we okay. writing these down? How are you doing this? Um, yeah. Or you should, should just probably say write them you? down. So we don't, I don't want to copy Katie or, and I don't want her copying me. Thinking, thinking yeah. things through. Okay. Yeah. So this is the price of the item before when? Uh, the 2003 price of an item in okay. US dollars, um, not adjusted for inflation. Okay. $2,003. Like what you would have if paid for this If you bought that in item in 2003. 2003 in American exactly. dollars. In American dollars, oh, in God. American uh, units of measure, which That's we'll get into. That's tricky right there, but okay, let's do it. Okay, before the world fell apart, Joel had a hearty gluten-free breakfast of eggs and bacon because flour is the devil. First, tell me how much was a dozen eggs in the U.S. in 2003? Oh, man. The price of a dozen eggs in the U.S. in 2003. And again, this is average across the U.S. I'm sure some places are less expensive, more expensive, but this is what the internet told me. Trying to make my font bigger. I have a price... Um, okay. 
Okay. Uh, this is weird. Sure. I have. This is hard to tell. I don't know. Yep. Uh, Travis, go first. What's your price? Ninety-eight cents. This is here's the, fair. He's a grocery okay, give man. <laughs> yeah, there's important context that's missing here. Travis, I, I work at a grocery store, but honestly, I don't know if that's right or wrong. Uh, Katie, it's fine. I guess I had some more expertise in in other categories. It's fine. I'll be the underdog. Uh, I put a, you can't see it. A dollar twenty. I put a dollar twenty. So the individual unit cost of an egg. Uh, in 2003 was eight and a third cents, uh, which means that Travis is almost bang on. Uh, oh, one no. U.S. dollar is the correct answer. Oh, really? You're within <laughs> two cents, my dog. <laughs> See, that's the thing. I may manage a grocery store, but I don't. I wasn't shopping in 2003. I was before I even started working. Yeah, like oh, fair. Oh. And you're I Canadian, was, so <laughs> yeah, none exactly. of us stand a chance. So, so I mean, but I do have a general sense of like pricing, yes, and what they are now, I guess. Yep. So my brain is just like remove a ton of money versus what the price <laughs> is right now. <laughs> I mean, Katie shops too, though, so you know, oh, yeah, yeah, I do. And I, most I, of these are staple items. I, I'm I very eat to happy live with also, my, so I have no excuse. I'm very happy with my grocery knowledge is coming so through. i mentioned uh gluten-free breakfast of eggs and bacon we did the eggs now it's time for the bacon mm. uh tell me what is the price of a pound of bacon in 2003 okay and again this is u.s dollars 2003 dollars not adjusted for inflation a pound a pound of bacon okay uh, so the packages that we get are are not quite a pound like They're 750 probably like, grams yep 500 grams yeah rough, give or take yeah hmm. mm. uh th- so so 2.2 kilograms so 2200 k- grams is a pound yes no, no. other way yeah. other way around other way so a kg let's just do it, kg to it doesn't pound. matter it's okay it's not gonna I change might, it's not it gonna might, make or break might change my points it might change what i put so i'll take the no i'll take the knowledge please uh, 0.45 kilograms is a pound. So okay. 450 grams is a pound. So we have a roughly about a pound. Uh, our packages are about a pound. Almost. Okay, that took a while. Yeah, sorry. <laughs> I need it. I don't do the conversion quickly. I usually, at work, I just kind of type in the price and I'm like, this to kilograms or this to pounds. So like I can check it quickly, but um, okay, give me one second. I, you know what? I don't like my answer. I'm... I'm content with my answer. I don't know where it's going to be, but I'm content with it. Okay. Katie, are you ready? Good. Okay. Uh, Katie, show us your price first. Yeah. Um, it says 360. Yep. I think I'm too low, but 360. I actually went with 250. Whoa. So in this case, um, the price of a pound of bacon is $3.20, yes. which means, oh, Katie, you are closer. See? I my original guess. I actually, if you look at my paper, I actually wrote dollar sign three, and I scribbled it out, and I went a smidge lower because yep. I thought, uh, I'm thinking inflation right now, as opposed to like why, like what the price would have been. Um, so I thought, what is a pound a little, of bacon now? Like six uh, bucks? Yeah, more like six ninety nine, seven ninety nine, give or take. Canadian, so Canadian, like five, so, five and change, yeah. like five ninety nine US. Wow. Yeah, it's bad. Inflation, man. <laughs> Uh, let's keep this train going. In episode three, Bill and Frank ended their relationship and lives with a lovely bottle of Louis Jadot Beaujolais Village. Oh my God. In 2003, oh. what was the average price of a liter of wine? 
Let's just like oh. it's. I have oh, a book, a okay. liter of I'm wine. Like, I I a also liter. don't know this. Yes, a liter. So Katie, again, you may know this more than I will. I <laughs> and this is an aggregate like of red. There. You're both drinking red wine right now. We so are like, yes, both as... drinking red wine, but I'm sure Katie has a better knowledge of like wine mm. prices than I do. And this I is an mine... aggregate of red and white. I got mine out of a box, so I don't. <laughs> <laughs> you a fancy bitch. Average price. That's hard. Um, uh, for a liter? Uh, for a liter of wine. Oh, man. Which that's like, that's a, the average bottle size. That's slightly bigger. Oh, no, it's slightly but bigger. But even then, average, like, wines average. can be like really big and really mm-hmm. low. So, like, where do I hit my average? Oh, man. Let me give you a hint here and say that, like, this is where I would think the average bottle of wine would, would fall. Like, so. you're, like, you're not your two buck chuck. And not your vintages, you but like if you us. went on the okay. shelf. Okay, okay. The average. This is truly the okay. average. I'm I'm legit just going to write down a number, and it's probably going to be embarrassingly wrong. So I have no I have no idea. Okay, Travis, show me. Fifteen dollars. Fifteen dollars. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Seventeen dollars. Okay. Okay. Here, here's here's the unfair thing. So in Canada, there are tons of taxes on bottles of wine. Okay. Is it like so, six bucks? <laughs> it is six dollars and oh thirty nine cents. No! Well, I think Katie gets the point just for saying six bucks. <laughs> <laughs> we have like like taxation. Like wine is taxed at fifty percent, or there's that's the thing. I was going off like, of like, yeah, what do I see? Two thousand three, you'd be like, oh, eleven bucks is like a cheap bottle of wine. So uh, right, that's where my brain was going. Yeah, wine wow. here is like thirty to forty percent more expensive than the U.S. Yes, see, yeah, and I, I don't buy wine in the U.S., so I don't have a reference point. So wait, six bucks. G- give Katie, Katie seventeen. No, but give Katie the point because she just randomly shouted out six bucks. So I think she gets the. point. But were you closer, Travis? Was. I was by two dollars, but it doesn't count. Katie was better there, so I'm I'm giving my point to Katie. Fine. Okay. <laughs> uh, in episode three. Bill and Frank grew strawberries in the backyard. Okay. What was the price of a dry pint of strawberries in 2003? Oh, man. Okay. Uh, a dry pint is like literally the pint you'd grab off the shelf. Yeah. This is hard. I'm going to say... I don't know if this is right. This is also Kay. me just kind of guessworking. Katie, you're going to go first this time. Uh, I said 290 Okay. Travis? I don't know. Maybe I'm over exaggerating inflation right now, but I said a dollar twenty. A dollar. What was yours? What was yours again, Katie? Two ninety. Apparently, we're close. Yeah, you're so close that I have to use a calculator. Really, it's somewhere in the middle. It's somewhere right in the middle. So, so our price is a dollar ninety eight. Um. So Travis is seventy eight cents. And what are you, Katie? You're two ninety. Two ninety. Yeah. Travis, you're seventy-eight. You're within seventy-eight cents. Katie, you're within ninety-two cents. So this one's uh, Travis. So we actually went that far. Wow. No. All right. So for all the marbles, uh, all right, in episode four, Joel siphons gas from a series of cars. Oh no! Assuming the apocalypse didn't happen, and Joel is carrying a five-gallon can of gas. Sounds like a math How much equation. would that can of gas be worth in two thousand three dollars? I feel like, like math I'm in problems. like the seventh grade. Like, and uh, if, if two if, trains if, are going in this direction, yeah. where do they crash? If, I think uh, my brain shut off halfway Sally, through you explaining um, it. Two and two thirds of her apples. Then how many apples does she have? Um, five gallons in a gallon. So five gallons of ga- gasoline. Yeah, five gallons of gasoline. Okay, how much is five gallons? I need to Google what a gallon is in a liter. 
four I think liters? it's almost exactly four. That's the thing. There's so many, there's layers to this question. We're like, gallons to liters? Because I don't do gallons. Okay. One no, US liquid gallon is 3.78 liters okay. of liquid. Because okay. every so time I'm in the four. States and I see the gas price, I'm like, is that cheap or expensive? I don't know. So how yeah. many gallons no has he got? No concept. Um, uh, okay. Joel has how many gallons? He has five gallons. Five <laughs> gallons. So 15 You can't gallons? use your calculator, Travis. This is hard. Head math. <laughs> um, okay. Okay. I don't know. Let look- me help you. Let me help you, Travis, and tell you how many like. I'm having such a hard time right now. 19 liters. He's nice. got a 19 liter jug. Okay. His 19 liters of gas. How much did that gas cost him? Yes. In U.S. dollars, in 2003 dollars, not adjusted for inflation. Oh my god. Guys, despite being filmed in Canada, it takes place in the U.S., so I had to go U.S. Oh, you know, oh, no, no, this is fair. You know, you know, I like puzzles. I appreciate this. I'm like, yeah. oh, there's layers. <laughs> <laughs> we're we're like, I appreciate the the I appreciate the effort, but I literally just wrote a number down on a paper because I'm like, <laughs> I, my brain doesn't want to work. <laughs> and you're either gonna be way off or right on. I uh, yeah, honestly, that's been I, your mo so far. Yeah, I I'm gonna take my point back, Katie. No, just <laughs> that I gave you. We okay. are gonna have a winner here. Okay. 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 Uh, 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 Travis, you show me first what you've got. Ten dollars. Ten dollars. Okay, Katie, what'd you say? Oh, it's so close. I did nine dollars and fifty cents. <gasps> oh no. Okay, so for Travis, the win, I guess it has to about be over I guess $10. about fifty cents. I, that's what I guess about fifty cents a liter. Approximately. Yeah, literally, I did fifty cents a liter, and I went half of nineteen is a uh, is about no, you ten. Mean fifty cents, yeah, fifty cents a liter. Yeah. I assumed yeah, somewhere yeah. in the forty cents a liter. Because I was like, well, it'd be about seventy cents here, so maybe like fifty cents in the states. Yeah, and so on and so forth. Okay, go ahead. So in two thousand three, the average price in the U.S. for a gallon of gas was one dollar and fifty nine cents, which it's means cheaper. that. A gas can of five gallons is $7.95. Damn! Congratulations, Katie. Oh, thanks. So should I trademark Price Panic? I think I I loved it. I loved it. This was amazing. There we go. I feel like Katie's been able to bring in so much of her nursing knowledge, and I can finally be like, I know stuff about groceries. (laughs) (laughs) The pricing of goods. Yeah. But Katie literally watching Supermarket Sweep from 2000, That's like the true. 2000s or 90s helped. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, that did. Yeah, Supermarket um, Sweep for the win. Well, hey, listen, we've got three more episodes to go to go here in The Last of Us, uh, but you can do us two favors if you like the show. I talked about the review before, um, but follow us on social, both on Twitter and on Instagram, cutscenes underscore pod. We're very active on Twitter, so if you like us, being funny about the last of us and other video game tv and movies uh please follow us there uh you can find me on twitter at jacob mccourt j-a-c-o-b-m-c-c-o-u-r-t you can find katie on twitter at les brack l-e-s-p-e-r-a-k and you can find travis on twitter at travis colnut last name spelt c-o-l-e-n-u-t-t we also host another podcast called The Left Behind Game Club. It's a video game book club podcast. We've got an episode coming about uh, Yakuza 0 this week. So if you like that, uh, make sure to follow our, our little sister show there. So so we got. Let's end the episode, as we do with all of our episodes, with a quote. If you got a map, why you lost? 
You must have missed all the street signs in the enormous fucking forests. <laughs> Holy. Well, well, well delivered, Travis. Good job. Bye. Bye. <laughs> Scenes, a video game movie podcast.